Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join us in our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Doug. How's it going today? Well, it's Friday. It's, yeah, it's Friday. We had a great interview yesterday with uh, Dr. Tom uh, Askell. Yeah, what a great brother down in the you know down in South Florida, and uh, I'm so excited to uh, hear him. Brad Sykes just texted me a uh, interview uh, that I haven't heard yet, so I'm anxious to hear it with uh, J.D. Greer and Ed Litton. Oh wow! Uh, uh, you know. Uh, and it was, uh, he says it's very troubling, but, you know, Ed Litton was the, is the president of the SBC. J.D. Mm-hmm. Greer was a former president of the SBC. And we talked a little bit about that yesterday. If you want to hear that, you can go to SWATradio.com and go click on it. But, hey, I'm really excited. I just confirmed for next week on Thursday or Friday, uh, the 13th, uh, a guy named Dr. Brittle, uh, Dr. Byron Brittle, who is the associate professor professor of viral immunology at Guelph University up in Ontario, Canada. And I heard a fascinating interview last night with him where he explained for the first time uh, about the variants, the COVID variants. You know, there's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of confusion about this. So if you're listening right now, you want to lock in next Friday, August 13th, to stay tuned to the SWAT radio, put that date on your calendar because this guy was amazing in talking about the uh, vaccine, talking about COVID-19, kind of the responses. And just to give you a teaser, here's what he said in an uh, elevator speech. So you'll, you'll, you'll want to tune in for more specifics. But anyway, he, he said that the reason people who are vaccinated are catching the variant uh, of Delta or the Delta variant, or what's now called the Delta Plus variant, is he says all viruses mutate. And he says when they created the MNRA vaccine, what they did was they attacked one specific protein. And this specific protein was all that the mRNA really prepared the body to attack. And so it didn't attack the whole virus, which is made up of a lot of different things. So he said, if you've had COVID-19, listen, if you're listening out there in the audience and you've verified that you have had COVID-19, he said, you do not need the vaccine. You've had the best natural immunity. Your body is more prepared than any vaccination you're going to get from J&J, Moderna, or anybody else. So once you've had it, he said, You have immunity. Your body has these T-cell antibodies that fight against it along with others. And he said, you don't need to worry about it. But for the people that have had the vaccine, he said, the people who have had it end up having less severe cases. But, of course, it's been more prevalent out there because people think, well, I'm vaccinated and I'm covered. But he said the vaccine, the virus is mutated. So it was a fascinating interview. His name is Dr. Byram Brittle, 
and uh, he's in the pathobiology department at the University of Guelph up in Ontario, Canada. He's going to be our guest on Friday the 13th, and so um, I, I really uh, encourage you to tune in. Uh, have you heard that? Uh, you know, I, I had uh, listened to an interview with uh, Dr. Robert Malone, who was the uh, original person to patent the mRNA vaccine uh, technique or technology, and uh, he talked about antibody-dependent uh, enhancement, yeah. which is kind of uh, is pretty similar to that and basically saying that if you get the uh, vaccine, what you're putting in it, or the way that you're making it wrong, it can actually uh, not be effective uh, against the virus, and the virus can then mutate based off how that vaccine is created. And then he also talked about how uh, the results are showing that that mRNA um, being only one of three uh I guess processes that the body uses to fight off infection, how it's only been uh, effective for it's appearing about six months now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've heard a little bit of that and it's a uh, pretty interesting, pretty interesting stuff. And I, I don't think it's uh, trickled out to the, the uh, larger, the population at large, um, just what's kind of in that. So that's pretty awesome that he's going to be on. on well, Friday. yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, and I know he, he's going to join us and you usually don't come in. I'm going to encourage you to come in that day. Uh, cause you're a good thinker and you might have some good questions that go beyond me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, um, uh, and you know, this is going to be an ongoing issue. I just heard that United airlines is requiring the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, CNN just fired three people for coming to work without a vaccine. Um, and the vaccine's not necessary if you've had COVID and you're a recovered COVID patient with T T. Uh, was it T cell antibodies? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so requiring a experimental drug that you don't need is wrong on any level. It's just wrong. If you don't need it and to force somebody to take it, and I, somebody's going to have to take this up to the Supreme Court, it's got to go up there because there's starting to be more and more medical people who are uh, starting to speak out against this. And the and I don't know if you've noticed, have you noticed how nobody really talks that much about the antibodies, about recovered antibodies? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this great push globally for the vaccine. I was just talking to a guy before I came on the program. He, he said, you know, I've never seen in Israel what I'm seeing right now about how they've usually Israel is one of these countries that stands up against forced anything Mm -hmm. and they've kind of cowered to this vaccine. Well, they're creating a two tiered uh, system. Really? I think August 8th is when it goes into effect that if you're not vaccinated, then um, there's going to be different uh, protocols for how you are allowed to behave in the country compared to people who are vaccinated, which is troublesome, especially um, yesterday, I think came out uh, a doctor in Israel. I can't remember his name. Uh, so forgive me, but uh, 84% of the new cases uh, they're seeing are from fully vaccinated people. Yeah. And that kind of jives with uh, what what you're talking about as far as um, the vaccine being effective for a, a certain amount of time. Um, but, the, yeah, the, then that you would then force that on a populace um, is is something that's, uh, you know, beyond the pales, especially as, as you say, for something that's experimental and for a uh, virus that has a high, 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 survivability rate well for you folks in mississippi and virginia and georgia uh i i do um pray that maybe you will get some good leaders there i know mississippi's got a, a pretty good governor from what i've heard um 
Georgia, questionable. Virginia, definitely not. And, um, you know, as far as, like, policies and stuff go. But I have to tell you, uh, Governor DeSantis is knocking it out of the park as far as I'm concerned. He's, uh, you know, um, he said it ain't going to happen here. You're not going to force these things. The restrictions are not going to be forced here because CDC um, is trying to – bring those kind of restrictions into the state of florida well not only the cdc but you know school boards are you know in favor i think i saw that the florida department of education is trying to find a way to allow parents you know for school choice which is something that you know i've always been a proponent of but they're trying to allow that now just because of the mask mandate so that they can get uh, parents into private schools that allow masking and then in duval county even uh you it's the mask is optional for students, but they have to go through a process, sign a waiver, do a course in order to uh, be able to have their stu- their kids go to school without a mask. So they're trying to do everything they can to undermine what uh, uh, Governor DeSantis is doing. Well, and DeSantis just came out openly and criticized the hospitals that are mm-hmm. forcing vaccines and businesses that are forcing vaccines on their people, saying it's not necessary. You, you don't have, it's a choice. It's a personal choice. And so, um, you know, it's Friday and typically on Friday, uh, we open up the lines early and would, would love for you to, to call and, uh, chat if you want to be a part of the discussion about this. But again, mark your calendar for next Friday, uh, the 13th, uh, for that interview with Dr. Bridal from uh, the University of Guelph about the, the immunology, and he's a director of immunology and research up there on virology. And I think uh, you'll find that not only fascinating, but very practical and helpful for you in moving forward. Because I think a lot of the stuff about the vaccine, you know, most people, uh, most people just tell you what they've heard on mainstream media or in the news or whatever, which, you know, one of the things I encourage you to do is really go through and wade through the information that's out there. Of course, the Internet is the primary source of information for most people, whether it's social media, whether it's websites, and that's okay. Wade through it. Read through different writings, and you should be able to tell pretty quickly if people are credible or not. You know, when I was in the FBI, um, Taylor, you had to, your your life depended upon being able to assess uh, credibility and veracity of people pretty quickly. And I listened to Bridal. Then I went to his writings. I went to some interviews he did and listened to him the same way I did with Peter McCullough out of Dallas. Both McCullough, uh, both uh, so Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Uh, Bridal, these are three solid doctors that have been in the medical field for a long time and have experience who are credible. These are not kooks. And they are saying all pretty much the same thing, that if you have had COVID-19, you've been uh, diagnosed with it, you've had symptoms, and you've got the T-cell antibodies, you do not need the vaccine. So if you have it, don't you don't need to inject your body with something that you don't know what's in the vaccine. And if you still are wondering, ask your doctor, hey, what's exactly in the vaccine? So anyway... Yeah, I don't think you're going to get straight into <laughs> it. You probably won't.
Um, we are up against the break. Uh, we will be back with more in just a second. I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk, and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. That is Red Letters by David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, it is a little bit of a free-for-all Friday. We're talking, uh, in the last segment, we were talking about uh, COVID and some of the uh, things going on in the culture with uh, COVID and the COVID vaccines. Uh, We'll be talking about a number of things today. We would love to have you Call in and join the discussion if you would like to do so. That number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. You know, uh, we had Dr. Merritt on a year ago. I think it was a year ago. Maybe it was only about six. I can't remember because it's all, I I swear the last year has seemed like five years to me. Right. Uh, But, um you know, Dr. Merritt talked about the treatability of COVID-19. And that's one thing you have not heard a lot talked about, mm-hmm. about the treatability of it. We've had more advertisements for vaccines than we've had for treatment. Now, to me, we're focusing on the wrong issue. That's what McCullough says. I agree mm-hmm. with him. Like, if, if you knew there was treatment out there, wouldn't you want to know about the treatment? The, I mean, we're, we're, we're pushing this vaccine as a country. But he, I mean, Dr. Merritt, uh, she said that NAC, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, selenium, and quercetin are five or six things that you should have in your daily regimen of supplements. 
to help your body. These are nutraceuticals. And uh, Dr. McCullough said the same thing. And, uh, you know, you can take these things and they will help your own body's natural immunity um, to be able to stand up. Now, that doesn't mean, and again, we're not doctors. Taylor and I aren't doctors. We're not in the medical community. But these are people who are. They are medical doctors. Uh, Dr. Merritt is very qualified. Some of you have uh, emailed me and said, hey, what's the name of that doctor um, that you had on that talked about this? She's not just a doctor. She is the former past president of the American Association of American Physicians and Surgeons um, and uh, serves on the board of the Arizona Medical Association. Um, She was a nine-year Navy physician and surgeon. Uh, she has done bioweapons research in the military, and she said a lot of this stuff months ago and talked about what was coming. And, and as sure as we're sitting here, Dr. McCullough has came out and said pretty much the same thing. And now you've got Dr. Uh, Dr. Um, uh, Bridal up in uh, Canada saying, and there's another doctor up there, Hoff, who is in a different part of Canada saying the same thing. And you go, why are you listening to Canadian doctors? Mm -hmm. Well, because these people are virologists. They spent their life studying viruses. These are the people I want telling me, not not a a professor who's made the head of the CDC, somebody who has not spent their life studying viruses. They're a political hack. And, And this is part of the issue. And as believers, we need to speak truth. We need to know truth. So that we can speak truth to people and pray for the good of those around us and and be instruments of healing and mercy, not bring disinformation and confusion to people. And uh, so anyway, I think we got a call. Uh, Steve, we got a call? Okay. Um, Hello. Uh, Welcome to SWAT Radio. Hello. Thank you for having me on as a caller. And who is this? Uh, Uh, my name is Pilar from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. Nice to meet you. Thanks for calling in. Nice to meet you as well. So I was listening to a broadcast from um, Alberta, Canada, and a gentleman had been um, imprisoned, and uh, the judge had to leave him in the court case because he didn't have legal representation, and the judge said he should subpoena the director of health, um, which he did, and he specifically asked, for proof that they had isolated the coronavirus, the SARS-CoV-COVID. And they dropped the court case because the director of health said that she could not provide proof. And this was very embarrassing for them. So that's the first thing. The second thing um, is that I talked with a nurse from a hospital who worked on a COVID floor, and she said they were giving the patients as you said, vitamin C, melatonin, vitamin D, and zinc. I don't know that they were giving quercetin. Um, she said they did hydroxychloroquine, but uh, it wasn't great for people who had uh, heart issues, but for everyone else it was fine. So I absolutely agree with you. Why aren't we looking at the remedies and even is there truly a coronavirus, as far as virus out there? They haven't proven that. They haven't isolated it. Um, just wanted to share that. Well, well, no, I appreciate you calling. Well, I can absolutely tell you that, uh, the doctors that I have spoken to that I've known one of them for over 30 years, 
that are very qualified have attested that coronavirus is a I mean, it's a common cold virus. If you look on, if you go find, uh, hi, um, oh, what's the name of the uh, wipes? That Lysol. Are, Lysol wipes. It'll say on there, you know, helps prevent coronavirus. Okay. Because um, there's many different types. Because there's like coronavirus is like a carrier, right? The coronavirus is a carrier. And so what, what happened is when they improved the gain of function of coronavirus, to try to target right. certain things over in China, uh, which is proven now. I mean, they have enough evidence and and test uh, whistleblowers that are saying that's what happened. That they took coronavirus, which was just a common cold virus, and they've added stuff, the spike protein to it, that affects people and the pathways. And so it's real. I've had it. My wife's had it. My daughter had it. Uh, my daughter was in uh, ICU for five days, but we survived it. And now we have the T uh, cell antibodies. And the, the one of the big problems that I heard from McCullough, which I, uh, you uh, commented on, is that nobody's asking the question, why are we not putting these treatment plans out there? Why are we not advertising? If you get coronavirus, you know, you should get this, 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 and this. And, and um, you know, I've, you're, you're right, hydroxychloroquine, um, I guess could be an interactive for people that may have heart things, but hydroxychloroquine has been around for 40, 50 years, and it's already been approved by the FDA. And what the FDA did was they did an emergency use approval for it, which actually downgraded it. You're it's about ava- for the vaccine? No, no, no. Oh. For hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. Hydroxychloroquine prior to COVID you could go to any doctor, they could prescribe it without any issue. I mean, it, because it's been FDA approved for a long time. It treated malaria, it treated Lyme's disease and other things. And so, but what the FDA did because of the political nature of everything is they downgraded it by making oh. it emergency use authorization, which wow. actually restricted it uh. instead of allowing it to be free-flowing. But I will say this about hydroxychloroquine that I've heard from two or three of these doctors that I've talked to is uh, they said that uh, it it is only viable uh, for treatment. It really helps early on. Like if you get to the nine, 10 day mark, they've seen that it's not as effective, but ivermectin has been effective all the way through. And I, yeah, ivermectin, and it's been around for a long time. So listen, if you yes. if if you're listening out there and you want hydroxychloroquine or you want ivermectin, you can go to American Frontline Doctors online and order it. There's other places you can get it, but those I know a lot of people have recommended. And I'm telling you, just from personal experience, not only with myself but with others, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc is really important. And then um, the uh, uh, steroids, you know, it's it's not just one magic thing. It's a cocktail of, of drugs approach and uh, 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 not drugs. Nutraceuticals is what they call them because, you know, like yeah. vitamin D and C is, is not really a drug. But um, those kind of things are very helpful. But, uh, I, I, you know, you're calling from Virginia Beach. We're, we're praying for you. I wish you had better leadership up there in your state, but uh, hopefully it's going to change. <laughs> you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully you're going to get you, yeah. you, you'll get a good governor in there who's will be like DeSantis, who won't stand for the the misinformation and stuff that's been going on. But, hey, I thanks. So. Thanks for listening to us. So we're, we're glad you listen up there.
Thank you so much. God bless you. All right. Take care. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, that is a question that I think we need to be asking more of why, you know, especially last year, uh, doctors were saying, you know, if you had COVID, oh, go home. And if you get really, really sick, come in. Um, and nobody was giving any sort of protocol uh, for how can, you can treat it at home. And I think uh, uh, Peter McCullough was the first to uh, issue some sort of a protocol that uh, had been found to be effective. Um, but why is it that uh, the medical establishment at large seemed to do as much as possible to not treat patients who uh, needed treatment? Yeah, uh, I think that's something that we should ask and we should be curious about. Um, that doesn't mean that it's a nefarious, um, you know, answer to that. But is there something more to be investigated as to why our responses were the way that they were? Because not only from the medical community, but from uh, public policy, what we did uh, in every instance made the the matter worse um, with uh, how we handled the virus. And so, yeah, that's. Uh, well, well, we'll look at what's happened. Uh, first of all, if, if, if when I was listening to the virologist talk the other night, uh, viruses always um, uh, get weaker mm. as they pass through host to host to host. Well, because what you, they want to do is stay alive. Yeah. And so they weaken enough uh, so that they don't burn themselves out, um, but maybe become more transmissible as a way to be able to keep replicating. Yeah. And that and that's that's the thing is they 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 get weaker. Uh, they may be more transmissible, which we're seeing, mm-hmm. but less deadly. Mm-hmm. And so, yet we're still mandating vaccines, and we're in some places they're wanting to do these vaccine passports. And so, you got to ask yourself as believers, okay, why why are why are we not speaking the truth on this? Because people are, this is dividing churches. It's dividing people or, or saying you're not being loving. It's mm-hmm. not loving to not speak truth. That's what's not loving. If somebody's spreading a lie and you're allowing that lie to spread, that's what's not loving. So we need to really pray through these issues and, and try to have discussion. And we're not. We're not talking. We just shut people off and say, well, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, and I think that hits at something that's more at the heart of the church in America that is troubling that why we cannot have these loving uh, conversations and why, why we don't know what it looks like to really be a loving example of, of, of truth. So anyway, we are up against the news break. We will be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER and all of you listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine and 91.3 in folks in Georgia. You're listening to SWAT Radio. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That is Mercy Me with Even If. If you are just joining us, it is Friday. We're having a free-for-all Friday. We'd love to have you guys call in and join the discussion. If you would like to do so, the number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. 
or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. We actually have a caller on the line, Bruce from Virginia. Bruce, how are you doing today? Yeah, hey, I'm doing good. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you, Bruce. Welcome to SWAT Radio. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I appreciate uh, today's discussion on COVID. Uh, uh, I'm just as frustrated as probably frustrated can be with uh, uh, what it is we're we're supposed to be doing. And I, I'm I'm retired military, and I'm used to getting shots and. Uh, I was, uh, as soon as I could, uh, get a vaccine, I, I, I did. Um, and, uh, and I, I agree this is a divisive issue, but, and I agree with you, if you've been exposed and you've got the antibodies, you don't need the shot. Um, I guess where I'm at is what is the right thing to do for a population of people that either A, haven't been vaccinated, or B, cannot get vaccinated, you know, say like uh, children. And, and then as a group, um, you know, a church gathering or what have you, uh, how do you do that the right way, if that makes sense? I'm grateful our church has been meeting. Uh, we did it socially distance uh, until Virginia lessened the guidelines and we could get more people in the auditorium and all that good stuff. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on thinking this through uh, with various demographics out there, probably what the smart way is to uh, attack this thing. The way we're doing it right now just doesn't seem to to be very logical. Well, well, here's the thing. You know, it's really funny. I I, I don't know if you follow or heard about John MacArthur out in California at all, Uh, but John MacArthur started meeting last year in June and they have met regularly since uh, last June, and um, they they have thousands of people. They were undistanced. They were not masked. Um, I don't know how many of them took the vaccine. Uh, I know that was an issue that he addressed, and he said, listen, I'm not pro-vaccine. I'm not against vaccine. It's a personal choice. You have to decide what, what is right for you. The biggest problem for me is uh, is Bruce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the biggest problem, Bruce, is that, you know, Dr. Merritt, we had her on um, last year, and she told us that the COVID-19 vaccine went out for distribution to states before they ever even said they were looking at emergency approval. And she said that had never been done before in the history. And she's, I mean, this was... She said this last year. And so my concern is, and you're, how old are you, Bruce? Just, just uh, 57. All right, 57. So you're just a little younger than I am. So think back. In your lifetime, have you ever seen a push for a vaccine like you've seen with this vaccine? No, and I've never seen a virus like I've seen with this virus. Well, well, wait a minute. Oh, no, wait a minute. You, you said you've never seen a virus like this. What, and what do you mean by that? Are you talking about the fatality? Because the fatality rate from the virus is point zero zero three. So that's three yeah. three oh, tenths oh, of one percent. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I guess what I mean by that is uh, the uh, apparent and indefensibility of it. Uh, it. It just seems to have caught us by surprise. And, and uh, you were alluding to some comments earlier about what was going on with China and uh, how this thing came about. And maybe that's part of it. Um you know, the, the flu's been around for uh, a long time, and, and each year they, they come out with a new vaccine to fight the latest variant. Um, and I, I know there's discussions about that. Personally, I don't mind getting the flu vaccine, and, and I feel like I've benefited from it. I haven't gotten sick from the flu. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, this COVID thing came out, and, and I – and I have had three close people to me die of COVID. Okay, and I and, I don't doubt so, that it, it, I don't it, doubt that it's killed it, people, so, but it, the flu's so, killed people. So what, right. So, so just the, the way that this thing, uh, uh, you know, spread or appeared to spread, and 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 I, I work for. Uh, 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 I work in DOD, so we've been tracking the numbers. So, so I, you know, I look at the numbers, and uh, it just, it, it, from my, uh, I'll grant a limited perspective. I'm not a health professional. Uh, uh, I'm just an aviation guy. Um, but uh, it, it just seemed to be something that we haven't seen before. Now, granted, I, I know we've had viruses before, and, and uh, you're making reference to uh, uh, COVID being a, a, quote, common cold virus. And, and I'm not arguing any of that. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I've never seen anything like this or the reaction to it before in my lifetime. Well, That's all. I will say, you know, the reaction has been uh, quite remarkable as far as how uh, the country has reacted in <laughs> because it's it's unprecedented as far as lockdowns and things like that. And if you look at the nature of the virus, uh, I think everyone's g- going to take a little bit of a risk if it is true that it was engineered uh, in a lab, either on purpose and purposely released or not. If that is true, then, yeah, there's when the man-made error, that makes it things a little bit different for sure. But if we're looking at the death rate um, of it, it is something that is even at the, you know, the most vulnerable level, the elderly uh, is very survivable. Um, so when you're talking about how a church body should react, I think the first thing to keep in mind is that God is sovereign, and if it's your time to go, you know, it's well, your no, time to that, go. Well, no, and that that's true, and that's well, one of the things. Well, yeah, now let's not, now, yeah, all right, so God is sovereign when I'm in my car, and uh, but I, I, I also feel led to put on my seatbelt. Well, well no, so, there's nothing so, wrong so, with putting on your seatbelt, but that seatbelt doesn't save your life. God does. And notice I said that's that's where well, you need I, to start as far as how you're going to interact with different populations like you're talking about and different people who have different feelings uh, about, you know, how we should respond to this virus is you got to remember that God is sovereign and he has called us as a body to meet together and to fellowship together. And I'll give you an example from, uh, and I, from history. And I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I am not, uh, I, uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm on board with you. I mean, we're, we're meeting uh, at our church. Our small group is meeting and and uh, yeah, we offer online variants for for the folks that don't feel comfortable coming in. I wish they would, 
Um, I think they should, and, and I'm on board with you at Hebrews, you know, 10, 24, 25, and all that. Uh, but at the same time, I, I've never, I, I have not had a close friend die of the flu, uh, but I've lost some uh, close brothers to COVID. So at the same time, I don't want to be have, cavalier about it either. Right. Have people had close friends die of the flu? Well, yeah. So, you know, because you're you're saying you had a, a personal experience, which I, I feel for you, um, and that's terrible. Um, but you just because something hasn't happened for you before doesn't mean that that is caused to change the way that the church has responded and met for 2,000 years. And the, the fact of the matter is the 2018 flu was very, very deadly, and the church never stopped meeting then. And, you know, our response and we didn't wear masks then. We didn't do this. And this is the thing that I was saying earlier, uh, Bruce, is that the lack of focus on treatment. My mother is 80 she was born in 80 or 36, so that makes her 85. She's 85 years old. She got COVID bad. It knocked her for a loop. She was laid out on the floor. My brother went there, found her, and took her to the doctor, took her to the emergency room. She was in a bad way. You know what they said? They checked her stats, her blood oxygen stat, said her blood oxygen level's good. They sent her home. Even though she was in awful condition, they sent her home and said, your blood oxygen goods, go home. If it gets bad, blood oxygen, then come back. Who does that? They don't do that. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, that's and yeah, they're doing yeah, that all that's, over that's, the country. Nuts. They not focus on treating hurting people who need help. They focused on the healthy, trying to get them to take a vaccine. The focus has been on masks, and it's been on mandates. And that's what I'm saying. There's been something weird about all of this. And somehow or other, the church has been on the receiving end of a lot of the bad stuff. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. We've been on the bad end of yeah. that, and, and we've been shut down, yeah. and we've been silenced yeah. on social media. You Go on social media and say, you know what? You don't have to fear coronavirus. God will take care of you. It doesn't mean that you won't get sick. It or that you shouldn't be prudent. Or that you shouldn't be prudent. Like you're saying, wear a seatbelt in the car. I get that. But it doesn't mean we have to fear. Put that on social media and see what they do. They'll tag it as either false information or they'll they'll take you off of Twitter for yep. saying stuff like that. That's yep. just wrong. Yeah. So. I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. just to finish what I was saying, you know, Martin Luther, there was a time there was an outbreak of the bubonic plague. And it, it's telling what he said uh, to the, the leaders there of the church was that if you can't find someone to fill in for you, if you want to leave, don't leave because you have a responsibility to the people. So when we're talking about how the church should interact during times of crisis, we shouldn't forsake coming together. And, you know, in talking about now in your right. situation that you're talking about, I think if we have the mindset that God is sovereign and he is in control, then we don't have to try to control others who believe different than us. And so that if we're in a brotherhood in a body of Christ, that how we should respond is to be gracious towards others in the way that they uh, view what's going on and how they think is best for them to react. Yeah. And I think going back to his original question, just echoing what you're saying is you, you give people a choice and you encourage them. You say, listen, we're, it's, I, I would treat it, and what I've encouraged people to do, Bruce, is treat it like the whole eating meat thing. If you have a conviction yep. to, to take the vaccine, take it. If you have one not, then don't, you know, but let, let everybody be led in their, their own way to do that. You know, it doesn't, that's, uh, and just be charitable. 
because it's not something yeah. to me worth separating your fellowship over. Right. No, I, I agree. And uh, I think it was Dr. Daryl Bach at the Dallas Theological Seminary last fall had a hey hey Bruce Bruce for me a helpful Bruce. We're up against yeah. a hard break. Uh, we will be back. No, and, I got you. All right. All right, thanks. We'll be back right back, so stay tuned. You're listening to SWAT Radio. All right, bye-bye. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain that is Chainbreaker by Zach Williams. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we uh, are talking about a number of things today. Uh, mostly we've been talking about COVID and what our response as a country has been and kind of what the public policy around COVID should be and how it's being implemented, things of that nature. Uh, we'd love to have you call in if you would like to join the discussion and talk about that or what else we've talked about this week is uh, critical race theory or anything uh, that you have on your heart, please call us at one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask A S K at SWATradio.com. Hey Taylor, uh I've been asked a couple of times about uh two things that I want to uh, share with other listeners again. One is the uh Dr. Zelenko protocol for treating COVID. Again, we were just talking about how there's not a lot of focus on treatment if you get COVID. So people who are out there, uh, you can be good Samaritans to help people. Uh, You can buy everything on this list from uh, either health stores. uh, You can go to Target. You can go to Walmart. Have some of this stuff there. Um, And if you really are feeling generous, Go to Frontline Doctors or go somewhere, order hydroxychloroquine, order ivermectin. I know one guy who's done that and has helped several people with those, okay? Uh, you can get these and have have them and help people. One, um, the, one of the things you can get is zinc, 50-milligram tablets. You can buy those just about any health store or Walmart or uh, also uh, Target. 
uh, or, you know, Walgreens, uh, vitamin C, uh, vitamin D, quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, uh, and um, what else? Uh, zinc, D-C. Uh, selenium, right? Uh, selenium, yes, yeah, selenium, S-E-L-E-N-I-U-M. That's another one. Um, so it's really important for you to do that, but those are on Dr. Zelenko's protocol. His, if you are low risk, in other words, you're younger than 45, you have no comorbidities, and you're clinically stable without severe, you know, kind of symptoms, you can just take fluids, uh, control your fever with either, you know, um, Tylenol or Advil and rest. Uh, make sure you rest. You're going to feel tired um, and take zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D and quercetin. Like I said, if you're high risk, moderate to high risk, that means you're older than 45 or you're younger than 45 with comorbidities and you're unstable. Your symptoms are severe early on as soon as you can treat it with zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D. You want to get a Z pack, azithromycin. Uh, you want to get um, prednisone. That's been very helpful. Hydroxychloroquine. Ivermectin. These, again, I am not a medical person. I'm telling you what I've done in my life and what I've seen other people do based upon what Dr. Merritt, Dr. Peter McCullough, and others have suggested, and it works. It works very well. My daughter had double pneumonia. My wife had pneumonia, and they took these protocols, and we did fine. We we were good. So uh, that's Dr. Zelenko's. Uh, now, that's the physical now, how about the spiritual? A couple of you ask about what I read, the psalm I read yesterday. Mm. I think it was yesterday. Psalm, or no, no. Two, it was yeah. Wednesday, mm-hmm. Psalm 112. I want to read it again and let God speak through his word to you about trusting in him. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house. His righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with a man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. I love that psalm. It's just a reminder that our hope is in the Lord and we do not have to fear We as believers have got to be beacons of hope, beacons of truth. Do not be afraid to speak the truth about critical theory. Do not be afraid to speak the truth about COVID or treatments that you see. And think critically. Go, you know, go and research. And even though a social media can silence you online, they can't silence you in your neighborhood. They can't silence you at the grocery store. I was in Costco the other day. And I heard a couple of people talking about it, and one they were really afraid of COVID. Mm. And I talked to him. I just said, hey, can I share something with you? And I just started talking to him. And by the end of it, one of the guys turned around and he said, hey, thanks. 
Mm. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I, 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 you know, I've been so worried and I just thought, and I, so I told him, I said, well, I do a daily radio program called SWAT radio. If you ever want to listen for more encouragement, but you know, share with people, be an encouragement to people out in the community. Don't just be a, a, somebody who buys into the fear. Don't walk around in fear. We do not have to fear death. We never have to fear death. And I think as believers, we've been sucked into the vortex of the death fear over the last year and a half. Yeah, and I think there's probably a number of people, too, who say, well, I'm not afraid of death. I'm just trying to be prudent, do what's best. And, and, you know, that's laudable. Uh, But if you are acting on false information or on not having the full picture, well, you're not going to be able to be an encouragement to other people, and you're not going to be able to be, uh, you know, acting in the most prudent way possible, right? So that's why it's important to to go out and do the work to find out what the truth uh, behind COVID and uh, behind our mitigation strategies and the vaccine and all that, to find out what it is so that you can stand on solid uh, ground. And if you are somebody who is struggling with fear, uh, that will be a help. Um, Obviously, the biggest help would be uh, your faith, uh, but God gives us other means uh, to help us along that process as well. So um, all that is to say that if you're not uh, if if you're not out there trying to discern what the truth is, trying to find out what the truth is, well then you know you're you're liable to not be able to you're to miss your opportunities to be an encouragement like uh, you were talking about for Costco. Yeah, and uh, you know um, I, one of the things uh, it, it, there's. Um uh, a person just uh, emailed and asked about, well, how do you know if you have it? You know, well, now you can go to CVS. You can go to, uh, I think, Walgreens and uh, maybe even Walmart. They have the test that my wife and I used is called Binax Now, B-I-N-A-X Now. It's a 15-minute test. You swab your nose and within 15 minutes, and it's pretty accurate. Uh, and uh, it's it, I, it's only about $24. And I think you get two kits in one of those. And so you can test. And if it tests positive, then I would go and and do that protocol, I said. Um, And uh, And with like vitamin C and vitamin D, I mean, that you don't need to be sick to take those. Those are good supplements to take regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're good for, you know, if you don't have COVID to help your body and your immune system stay strong. Yeah. Well, listen, um, and also we have a prayer request. I want to I want to ask if you're listening in Virginia, Georgia, Florida, uh, wherever right now, Mississippi, take a moment right now and just lift up Michelle and her family. Uh, pray for her. She is in ICU right now. Mm. And uh, we just want to ask God to heal her. Um, she uh, is in ICU and intubated and um, she does have COVID, and we're praying uh, for her and would ask you to join us in just praying for her and her family. Pray that God would be merciful to her. She's been on oxygen for a couple of weeks now, mm. so lift her up. Again, Taylor and I want to reiterate, we are not saying that COVID isn't real. We're not saying that it's not an issue, but we've had the flu. We've had other different viruses and things that are can be just as deadly as COVID. Now, yeah, granted, COVID was uh, COVID nineteen came out of a lab. We we uh, know that, and that makes it a little different. But it is treatable. It is very treatable. It needs to be treated early. And unfortunately, uh, Doctor McCullough believes that uh, six hundred thousand people or more could have been saved had they been given the right treatment. 
the but they were denied treatment with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and for whatever reason because they were not exploring those treatments uh for whatever reason and that and you know and that's a problem with our medical community and i think uh, we need to pray for more bold doctors like mccullough like dr bridal like dr Merritt, and others who are standing up against this medical technocracy and saying you know this it's time for doctors to stand by their hippocratic oath to treat the sick and to really give them uh, good treatment and not focus so much on preventatives it's good to be preventative but you got to treat those that are sick and so let's pray for doctors to be bold to do that and again pray for michelle and her family okay yeah and you know it's it's funny because when you talk about hey what we're doing uh as a country might not be the best thing people assume that you know you're not uh taking the virus seriously and and that's that's not that doesn't have to be the case i'm sure there's some people who are but um no one's saying like do not uh, take care of yourself do not do what's best for you don't we're not saying don't go to the doctor we're not saying stand in front of a mac truck we're yeah. not telling you to do that yeah but there is something to be said for hey this is the death rate of this and this is what we're doing to ourselves as a society um, with our mitigation strategies and like i said these mitigation strategies have been proven not to be effective and they are tearing at what we say that we are about as a culture and, you know, if we were maybe more robust, if the church was stronger even uh, in the culture, maybe we would have had a different response. But that's not the response we're having now. So it's, it is on us. It's incumbent on us to uh, find the truth and stand by the truth and not live in fear because fear is running rampant in the country right now on many fronts. And it's building up again the same fear that's been going on for over a year. Yeah. Um, so anyway. We could talk all day about uh, no. this, but we're- hey, hey, next week we're going to be back in fault lines and uh, wokeness in the gospel, looking at Colossians two, and uh, hope you'll join us. Especially, we're going to be getting into more of how do we respond to those around us who are woke. Yeah, so make sure you tune in uh, next week. We are on weekdays at three o'clock. Um, so tune in for more SWAT Radio. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual